This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You cannot talk to me. Uh, uh. <laughs> Hi, swallowers. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. Oh, I am Emery LaBelle J, your host, and I'm here with some Negroes I know. That's right. Here I have wow. with me Lyrical Mar on social media, Twitter, and Instagram as Lyrical Mar. What's good, swallowers? What the fuck is good? What's goody? And then I have my girl, my girl, my girl, Lindsay Wagner on social media, on Instagram as Lynn Wags, and on Insta- um, Twitter as what is it? Lynn? I don't know. It's some other shit, but you can change that to just Lynn Wags. Just find me, y'all. D- How y'all doing? Just keep it simple. <laughs> And then I have the last and only Bolin girl, Jay Bolin, on social media, on Twitter and Instagram as Jay Bolin. Hey, Swallower. Hi. You are a little bit softer today. Yeah. How you guys feeling? Can you feel the energy in the room? (laughs) (laughs) oh i didn't even tell y'all to follow me my instagram is emily wait is it emily labelle j no no that's my twitter no it's ain't i emory shout out to sojourner yeah ain't ain't i emory tribute to sojourner true remember when i used to be the black twink yes yes those were the days those were the The black days i used to live for those for those days all right you know, I really thought that the Black Twink thing was going to take me far. I really did. I really did. But mm. then, once I, I mean, once I got over 25, then I'm like, I'm 27 now. I can't be a twink. No, you can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, my friend Ray Potts can. He's literally 26 and looks 16. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I told him? <laughs> I said, you a child molester magnet. So is have um, a good day, Emery. So is Mr. Quaz. Um, you, oh. <laughs> let's, 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 oh. let's move on. Let's Next. move on. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Oh to. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Okay, I can't take it. So I want to give a few shout outs. First of all, I want to say this right fucking now. I ask. Our fan, no, not fans, my our family to on Instagram. This um the shade room had made a post and like, what podcast are you listening to right now? And I put in my Instagram stories to mention us on the page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had quite a few people mention us, and I just oh, want to say, thank you. Yes. thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. Um. So I want to give a shout out to Ike Moo, Carmen Anthony Williams, For the Love of Devious, Blair Breezy 18, Raven Rosado, my sister, It's Mark Wayne, Batty Chris, The Fisher Rock, Trey Ward, CGO, Reckons Consoles, Davin, Devon Hamilton. Yes. Fuck with y'all. Yes. Thank y'all. Not Thank going you so much. Us. It will not. Oh, and my, my, my boy, Porcelain, with a, the, the E is a three. I fuck with y'all. Now, anyway, I want to give a shout out to <clears throat> Slim Natural Hair. 
that is her Instagram on Instagram is Slim Natural Hair, exactly as it's spelled and sounds. She's based in the Detroit, Detroit area. If you're looking for a stylist that specializes in natural hair, silk wraps, ponytails, curls, and coloring, this is the girl you go out to, Slim Natural Hair. Also, yes. I want to give a shout out to Dre Antonio, makeup artist. Yay! Yes. Also from Detroit. Hey, hey bestie. <laughs> y'all love calling each other that. Bitch, y'all met through me. <laughs> um, he has a website. It is called Dree, D-R-E-E, Antonio.com. Hit him up if you are in the NYC, Tri-State area, Atlanta, or Los Angeles. He yes. is a makeup artist, beauty, and artistic lifestyle artist overall. So hit him up, Dree Antonio. Yes. And lastly, I want what? to give a shout out to Huge.Marts. Yes. On Instagram, he is an emerging artist, and he will be our emerging artist for the week for his new single BDE, which stands for Big Dick Energy. Yeah. Oh my throat! Oh, let's just get, let's get into it. It's perfect for this show. It's perfect <laughs> for this show. We like big dicks, and there's a lot of energy. Let's Ooh. give it a listen. With my back, 48 for the case, Louis V's and Balmain, Gucci T and Hermes in the breeze at ballet. We be lit every day, self-made, I must say. Ackerman sweater wavy, million dollar baby. And for you bitches and you niggas overlooking the truth, I'm hard and I'm... And that is Ow. 20 seconds of BDE by Mars because that's the legal limit, bitch. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys feel the energy after that? <laughs> Did you feel Did the... you get a taste? Did y'all feel it? Did y'all feel the big dick energy? Did you let us know in the comments? Or did you just feel the big dick? Ooh. Mm. And let me mm. know if you did. Ooh. <laughs> I'm very curious. <laughs> let us know on our Instagram page. And also follow him. Yes. His song can be found on Apple Music as E dot. That's his name on the Apple Music page. And again, the song is B dot D dot E. Yes. Dot. All right. So I want to give a few congratulations also. I want to say congratulations to transgender boxer Patricio Manuel. He is the first professional boxer of trans male experience to win a boxing um, division title. Oh, wow. Um, He debuted um, in the 128-pound LB Super Featherweight division. And he won in his debut. All right, now. Work. I know, that's right. So, let that be a lesson that, you know, trans doesn't hold you back. All right. Congratulations to also Dominique Sonic Fox McLean. As of December 9th, he is the highest paid fighting game esports player in the world. He was named esports player of the year at the Game Awards 2018. He is a black, gay, and furry man. All right, now. That's right. I was like, what the fuck is furry? But furry is basically these people that, um, like, like dressing up as animals and stuff. I was like, okay, I learned some shit Mm -hmm. today. Okay. (laughs) It's no shade. My joystick. Oh, right. You got a joystick? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) girl. PS4, girl. Okay. You need two hands. Thank you. 
And oh. I got one more congratulations, and I know it's going to be very special for someone here on the show today. I got to give a shout out to, do you want to say it? Me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Today I launched my clothing line. It's called Mansion. It's, uh, yes. Thank you. It's uh, a long time coming. It's a menswear collection um, based in sportswear um, with all the tailored clothing elements with a modern twist. So look for that on um, the website, which will um, is launching today. Um, and that's mansion.co. M-A-N-S-H-I-O-N.co. And I would appreciate all of your support. Um, lots of exciting things coming up. And uh, this is only beginning. Thank you. Listen, this yeah. shit is luxurious. I'm telling you this. Congratulations. I, I, I'm just going to be honest. You know, I'm just going to keep it real. I don't need to lie. This shit is actually very high quality. It was made in Italy. You know, everything, everybody know the best sausage and fabrics come from Italy. <laughs> That's you know right. I, I can't wait to get a jacket so I can storm you hoes in these Chicago streets. Yeah. Okay. okay. You're going to be like, bitch, don't touch me. You're poor. Yeah, okay, bitch, don't touch me. <laughs> thank you. No, thank so you I really, um, congratulations. I've been seeing you work on this for a long time, and I'm glad to see it coming to fruition. Thank you. Thank you All so right, much. But I also want to give a congratulations to my mother. mother. My mother. Yeah. Janet Jackson for being inducted into the Rock and Roll. Uh, oh, my God. Hall of Fame. All right. Over you. All right, calm. Yeah, overdue. I it is overdue. Um, overdue. We had a good. Overdue. We had a good day today, me and mother. Yes. And you spoke about an interesting fun fact, Little Kumar. You said that out of everyone that was inducted, she's the only one with a number one rock single. Yeah. yeah. A number one what? Rock single. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So isn't that ironic? She's the black lady on the well, list. Well, no, the others are just as iconic. No, they're in their they're own fantastic. Way. They're fantastic. But yeah, as a pop artist, I mean, yeah, she turned it. <laughs> Congratulations, Janet. And I think it's the song is Black Cat. Now yeah. let's move right along. We're going to go into our hot topics. Oh, yeah. Already? Yes, the fuck we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ain't none of that lala gagging. Just no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no for real the reason why I'm going straight into it is because some bitch has been pissing me off and we got a lot to discuss so let's start sure it off do. with let's get it Cardi B and Offset they split up well Cardi B broke up with this nigga Oof. on December 4th mm. um it's kind of unfortunate but she said she was trying to work things out with her baby father for a hot minute, but things just haven't been working out. Mm. And, yeah. Well, Jay, do you want to start me off with this? Um, Cardi, my birthday twin, you know, you should have came and had a talk with me before you decided to um, let that nigga into your walls, girl. These Sagittarius, they hold. <laughs> they are hold. That's all that they know how to do is fuck. These motherfuckers don't know shit else. So I would have told you not to waste your time, okay? In the words of Beyonce, I wasn't in love with Sagittarius. One of the most, okay? Uh, what bothers me the most about this is that 
all Fag hopped his ass on like fucking Twitter or Instagram, whatever it was, and was like, y'all won. Bitch, who the fuck? Who the fuck is y'all? You were cheating. You were embarrassing her. I mean, I mean, it was not even just you cheating. You were literally just doing this shit with no care in the world. Not one for her or how she felt. So ain't nobody, ain't no y'all one. And now he's out here saying that he wants Cardi back and he got the legion of fuck niggas all supporting him and behind him. Baby, that actually really pissed me all off. Ain't it? On deck, all Can I just say this? It ain't no new news that fuckboys travel in packs. They do. <laughs> they do. They like the fucking hyenas off a of goddamn lion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fuck they are. A basket of deplorables. I really can't stand yeah, you couldn't tell me. T.I. couldn't tell me shit about a goddamn relationship. You got your motherfucking nerve. <laughs> I was really pissed that 50 Cent had any fucking thing to add. I was gagging here something to say about that. 50 Cent still ain't worth shit. Who would have knew? Who we knew last week. I hope, I hope. All of them perpetuating the, you know, the narrative that. Did y'all see what he said on the post? Staying together while being disrespected, degraded, Mm -hmm. embarrassed is the way to go. If the nigga can get you a Lamborghini, several Lamborghinis, it's You're all worth it. You're supposed to be a ride or die. Or sometimes you could die. Bitch. Exactly. Fuck that um, shit. I like, just hope that Cardi makes the best decisions. I hope she that did. she leave this motherfucker alone. She got your daughter. Um, I thought it was funny that she decided to post culture for the first time too after after that. I, I felt know. like that was a so little jab. Yeah. But when you can't post yeah. your man no more, that's what you post your child. He's so yeah. cute. She's a beauty. Um, but yeah, but something's okay. Let me just say because <laughs> I was really annoyed by Fifty Cent's comment. He's like, "That's the, he commented on Cardi's post and said that's a cute outfit, but you got to go home. You, that boy love you, girl. <laughs> no divorce. Chill out." Oh. Think, <laughs> are you even? First of all, I'm grown. Who the fuck you talking to? Who the fuck you talking to? Inserts clapping emoji hands. Like, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> that was bizarre. It was really bizarre. Why are you even no, providing? Really 50 Cent providing his two cents. Wow. In that, though. In two quarters. <laughs> Does she know Let you? Let me tell you, but it's in keeping with how he regards women. You know, it's very indicative of how he, the lack of respect he has for women in general. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope she don't take him back. Um, It would be better for her and, you know, what's going on in her life right now to keep that ghetto shit um, (laughs) out of her Mm -hmm. fucking life. I mean, um, Offset is disrespectful. Um, You know... Cardi B's not my favorite. We all know that, but she doesn't. No des- she doesn't deserve this, no. and she doesn't. She she deserves the right to want to be loved the way I think that she wants to be loved by him. But this nigga's doing everything he can, yeah, to um to disrespect her. So out in honor that relationship. I think it was Lindsay who said she wouldn't judge her if she went back, but I judge about fifteen percent because. Fuck people treating you like that out in the open, and then you and then you taking them back in the open. Yeah, it's Fuck about that. You a celebrity, and um, you chose to be in a relationship in the public eye. Do what's right, set an example, and respect yourself. Well, so, can so I, Marcus, you you approve? 
Uh, you approve? You approve? When do you approve? <laughs> approve of what? Yeah, of Cardi leaving him? Absolutely. Uh, I'm happy. Absolutely. Can I say one thing, though, about, well, in that in particular, I'm not judging her because this is a 26-year-old girl from the hood that, you know, had a, a very, you know, possibly romanticized the idea of marriage. He was doing all of these things up until... You know, the time he put the, you know, they got married in the room. Mm -hmm. And obviously, no one around her has any real concept or reveres the sanctity of marriage in Mm -hmm. any sort of way because no one would have, you know, really, someone somewhere would have talked to her and said, no, you have to weigh the options. And I think on December 4th, she made a conscious decision about the way her life was headed and what mm-hmm. was happening. Like she woke up, like this it's, is not going to change. Yeah. And the fact that he bought me a thousand Lamborghinis and I have this big, beautiful, gaudy ring on mm-hmm. and we got married doesn't solve anything. At all. It doesn't absolve anything. It doesn't solve it. it. It was just ridiculous to me. What I did know, like what I saw when I'm looking at this is um, Aliba really taking the time and really thinking about it and saying mm-hmm. because Libras are extremely so indecisive. In she was. Never but make no anything. mistake, make no mistake, she is definitely hurt. I mean, y'all might see her smiling and jumping around all happy Beyond and cheese and shit. She's hurt. She held that man down. She was loyal to him. She supported him like People in relationships, men and women, should support their lovers. Mm-hmm. You know, that was some real shit. And I said this on social media. When a Libra's mind is made up, it's made. It's done. I really do think that she's done with him. Good. I and she said she this is. also, an important so. factor for her. I really her. see her store. I, and I really hope that she stays this way. But she said an important factor for her was... My daughter is going to, 10 years from now, my daughter is going to look back at this and see this. Mm-hmm. She has to represent for her daughter and her children, period, what is and what is not toxic and when you should leave. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I commend you, Cardi, and there are better things in store for you and on the way. Stay strong, girl. Yeah. They're underway, actually, not on the way, underway. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, didn't her new video for Money come out yet? Or was it coming out soon? No, it's coming it's out soon. Coming out soon. Perfect. All right. So let's get into Kevin Hart's homophobic tweets and oh, backlash. Lord. Well, ugh, I think everyone knows about it at this point. Well, people were talking about some tweets from 10 years ago, but I had to correct y'all. Some of them tweets... Well, actually, from like seven years ago. Y'all be trying to exaggerate dates. Right. <laughs> Ain't it like eight years? Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, because yeah, some of them was in 2011. I'm like, girl. Anyway, so some old homophobic tweets about him making gay jokes and using the F-bomb. I can say it, faggot, for those who don't know what the F-bomb is. Um, And so he released a video saying, basically... 
that he's stepping down from the Oscars to host because he's not apologizing. The Oscars asked him to apologize. And he's stepping down because he said in the past that he made some apologies already. It's been done. It's a joke. Boom. And then a few days after that, when people kept attacking him, this Negro, gonna, <laughs> he could have kept it. But he was like, um, I'm, I apologize for hurting people. And the rest. I stopped right there. I don't know about y'all. I stopped right at that motherfucking point because that ain't no apology. But Lindsay, take it away for me. <laughs> Where can I begin, darling? I'm going to try to make this as brief as possible. But Kevin Hart has been begging, begging, just begging to be read, like from top to bottom. Um, A book waiting to he, be open. He, he, Kevin Hart is just now actively making a career out of being stupid and ignorant. Um, <laughs> his indignant responses to critique will be his detriment every fucking time. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just, you know, and I let it go. Like last time we were in the studio, mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I wanted to talk about his Cowboys and Indians party, but I was like, nope. Um, Nah, that's too easy. It's too, it's too easy. But I can't let it go now. Like, I just, it's like full throttle right Mm -hmm. now. Like, this is somebody who fails to understand that due to a changing political and cultural landscape, things that were, that were done when he was young aren't fucking done anymore. Mm -hmm. And as a 40 year old man, he should have been ashamed for not knowing that that game, Cowboys and Indians, was symbolic of genocide, slavery, and white supremacy. If he chose to (laughs) do some research or understand. And that's the thing about him. Instead of apologizing, he went on some rant. Mm -hmm. He's so indignant about being dumb. Mm -hmm. The information superhighway was created so information would be ready at our fingertips. That's just like somebody saying, nigga, we used to play cops and robbers too. Want to know how that would look in 2018? Not <laughs> right. People, fuck it, it used to be Jim Crow in this country. That's like saying, let's have a Jim Crow party. We'll have a colored bathroom. We'll have a white people bathroom. How fun would that fucking be? I don't see nothing wrong with that. I used to do it back in the day. Exactly. They used to do it when, when, you know, an older person saying they used to do it when I was six years old. I beat my son with a whip because they used to whip people. He's a fucking, just a fucking idiot. And as far as this, this, these tweets are concerned, I saw something on TMZ that referenced those, this supposed, you know, because his whole thing was, I already apologize. I'm not apologizing. Can I say that? I didn't find an apology. So can you? Um, (laughs) He he addressed it. He addressed it. Okay, let's talk about it. They they dug up some interview that he did with Ed Gordon from B, journalist Ed Gordon from BET, formerly of BET. Okay. And it's true. Um, He did explain why he doesn't make fun of gay people anymore. Mm -hmm. But during the sit down, which aired once, and doesn't exist on the internet, Kevin never says sorry or apologizes. Thank you. I did not find it. He explained 
why, why he said what he said, but it was never a damn apology. And can I add that what he did say, one of the things that stuck out for me was he said the times weren't as sensitive as they are now. Now, yep. Where's the apology? I think it was Trevor Noah who said when sometimes you need to apologize more than once. Period. Yes. Sometimes Let it takes more you, than one apology. Let's go back. I have Lindsay, go ahead. to say about that. Yeah. He didn't want to apologize this time because he still thinks the way he does in his original tweets. He doesn't think that gay people are worthy of his respect or any actual atonement. People make mistakes, but when you make a conscious decision to change your way of thinking, if you're really sincere, guess what? You might have to apologize a time or two. <laughs> especially you when you have to do it. Especially right. when your apology is not to the people that you're attacking. Right. Especially oh when God. you're not taking any acknowledgement for what the fuck you said. And you also haven't shown your growth. You haven't given back to the people that you said that you hurt. It's like you have not proven that you changed or evolved in exactly. any way. He has to realize that a celebrity is paid as a celebrity, he is paid to influence consumers. People, those tweets are not not just about, you know, bow down, bowing down to the powers that be. It's about recognizing that those tweets contain language that perpetuate ideologies that are harmful to fucking gay people. Your language endangers my and existence. Get funny bitch about homophobia mm-hmm. or racism or misogyny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because a comedian said it doesn't make it right. And to the people who, and let me say, let me get this out. For the motherfuckers supporting him, you know, your Lala's, your, your, his ex-wife, those people, my, my message to you is to shut the fuck up and mind your business. You, how are heterosexual people forgiving him? You were not the target of his fucking tweet. So you don't get it. There is so much bias. How are you inserting yourself in this? It's not about you, you, literally. How are you (laughs) delegating forgiveness when he wasn't fucking talking about you? See, this is what people fail to realize. When he says, when these motherfuckers are saying shit about, oh, if my son, um, you know, if I see that my son is gay or what he said some shit about, if he saw his son playing with a doll, he he takes the doll and bang him outside his head. What these motherfuckers fail to realize that some little boy somewhere, that's actually fucking happening. Exactly. My experience with this community, I have heard so many stories, so many stories from young men, specifically young black men, young transgendered women about their experiences growing up and lack of acceptance and the violence they incurred at the hands of people that are their fucking family. Mm-hmm. I am very passionate about this is because cisgender people do not, heterosexual people don't care unless it touch touches them. It's a far away thing unless it directly touches them. This is why the, you can't say this shit. Specifically and black people. And if they didn't understand it 20 years ago, motherfucker, they understand it now. So get with the program. Let's, let's, um, I have some questions and then we can wrap this up a bit. Um, so do you think, what do you guys think about when, um, 
the Mariah's ex. His name slips my mind. Oh, Nick Cannon. He. And Theo Hughley. Oh. <clears throat> I don't address him by his name anymore. But when he came to his defense and brought some tweets from Chelsea and um, Sarah Silverman making homophobic oh. comments, do you feel it was fair or did anything for the argument? Let me say this. To me, this whole concept, Nick Cannon included, is to me like, I call it, the flaming hot Cheetos mentality. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I need you to explain that. The flaming hot Cheetos mentality is people that can only see shit from the top layer. They only are interested in that top <laughs> layer, the 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 hot part. You know, okay. they don't care. Not the actual flavoring. They don't give a fuck that when they shit later it's gonna hurt or that it's gonna burn out their <laughs> asshole. It's the flaming hot Cheeto effect. So when Nick was bringing that up, there is a point to it, but it's at the wrong time. My thing is, don't bring it up in the heat of the moment because what we're trying to deal with is kind of a black issue, mm-hmm. and you bringing white people into it, and this is two different situations. It's two different. It's two different. We're dealing with the we're dealing with the black community right now. For him to do that was ignorant. D.L. Hughley is also he's ha- next. He, he's next. Okay, we're gonna get to him. What's important to me, though, I, I'm going to be honest here. I tried to be as fair as I possibly could because I do believe that. For some reason, black people have to be first. We have to be demonized and hurt first and taken down before it can become a somehow, I guess, a standard to rise above right. above for white people to be treated the same way. But, right. but even with that said, it does nothing for the fucking argument. No. Because what you nothing. said was still wrong. And he still, it's like when they defend rape, I like, well, y'all didn't do that for that man, but rape is still wrong. <laughs> so what the argument is, you should be starting with Kevin Hart should apologize for his tweets, but we should also hold everyone accountable in the same way. Yes. That should be your statement, but it's not even your statement. No. Call out your brother on his homophobia is where you should be starting. Do that. Do, do that. that. Talk to your peer, another cisgender straight black man. All right. Who so nobody seems to want to write a book for. They're the niggas <laughs> that need books. Act like a lady, think like a suck my asshole. Act like a fucking man. <laughs> oh, you, you call him now, Steve Harvey? Go off, bitch. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna wrap so this up with I, one thing, though. No, let me tell you. <laughs> go, 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 one go, thing about go ahead. The, one thing about Nick Cannon and this stupid <laughs> shit, bitch. Okay. First of all. <laughs> Don't be, don't be bringing these white bitches into this. First of all, every, every, every fucking white um comedian that he named, they've always, um, it was all their co- comedy has always consisted of thinly veiled bigotry to me anyway. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They're they're included in the power structure. Hey, McCannon, how about doing that when it's actually happening? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe years ago when um. Or whenever Sarah Silverman came out with her comedy special, how about doing it then? You just but guess what? But no, why you didn't? Because she don't give a fuck. You didn't give a fuck about her saying that language because nothing happened. He didn't fucking care. It didn't harm you. Yeah, next sit down. But no, this is the point I wanted to end it on. Last recording, 
we gave, and if you're going to move past this, last recording, we gave somebody head that came to Kevin Hart's defense. Snoop Dogg. So I'm going to throw up on your dick now. You it's just I'm taking the <laughs> head back. I'm oh taking imagine a vacuum putting the dirt Eesh. back out. If <laughs> you don't you, I took the head back, okay? Girl. You don't get you don't got it no more. I didn't know that. Yeah. He came to his defense because he was more so hurt. I mean, he was like, he y'all mad that a comedian made a joke? Wow, I guess y'all can hire me, but I ain't available. I'm like, Snoop, shut, shut the fuck up and just smoke a blunt. Can I just say this? I think all comics make jokes about gays. I'm going to just put it's a... I'm going to just put it... Not your, no, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is... I just want to put a period behind let's that. Hold, let's hold all of them accountable the same way. All of them. We should. But we can't forget the fact that they do. But when Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart should have knew was coming or when he saw it was coming he should have took care of it and that would have been the end of it he didn't I even don't want... go ahead I'm sorry no I'm 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 done with it okay cuz we got to talk about the next bass of um bigotry homophobia and anti-blackness sorry comics not okay yeah I mean, let's just make it a standard. It sh- it, we should not have to keep saying this shit over and so over. So when y'all compare, when they compare black people to white people and the way they raise their kids, like, that's that's uh, funny as fuck. You know, we're, we're, that is... There are levels, but the gay thing, he should have known. Mm-mm. That's all I'm saying. Because, gay, again, the that, black and white thing, that's always going to be here. But the that, gay thing... Con- comparing, like, cultural upbringing and the differences from that is one thing. When you're saying things that makes... that. It, literally endangers me you're saying things like i'm gonna hit my child over a head if i find out he like you're <laughs> ignorant it's Mm-mm. it's dangerous it's yeah. really it's dangerous, dangerous. And the hot cheetos <laughs> <laughs> anyway dio Oakley came to kevin hart i don't know who that is either but i think i heard that he's a comedian and he called out pose act uh actress um on the show angel india moore <laughs> So she went on the rant, and I love her. Actually, India Moore and my girl Angelica Ross were lighting his ass up. So shout out to them. Yes. My two trans actresses from the cast of Post. But anyway, so Dio Hoogley came for her. Um, So India Moore was basically just, as a trans woman, she was just trying to show, tell Dio Hoogley, like, your language endangers us. Of course, you don't care because it doesn't affect you. And there's literally everything that Lindsay just said. Right. <laughs> and um, he's, he basically, again, I, I would never apologize for a joke. And he said, I don't give, give less a damn what you think. If, if you don't dig it, don't listen. And I'll never apologize for a joke. And he also said... He called her a pussy. He called her a pussy, but the exact quote was, I make a living doing what I love. I put kids through college, pay for my home, and travel the world, and still don't give a shit with a pussy like you thinks. Well, he's doing every motherfucking thing. He's doing everything that everybody else does. Congratulations, nigger. Um, (laughs) This motherfucker um, suffers from the flaming hot Cheeto mentality as well. (laughs) Because the way he was read didn't make no sense. He looked a fucking fool on that video. He should have just tweeted that shit. He shouldn't have made a video because his ass looked like he was on his deathbed. 
Ooh, oh my God. Okay. I don't appreciate the way he talked to her. That was completely <sighs> nasty and disrespectful. Unnecessary. But you know what? Mm-hmm. She handled his ass to to the point where... She it's, did. It, I, I didn't wish that I could have said shit to him. It was she nothing took, to add. She took care of him. It was nothing to more add. More than once. And more than guess once. what? I want to say this. India handled him in an educated, more palatable way. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Angelica Ross, her tweet saying she, she was mm-hmm. giving you the heat that he needed to get to. Oh yeah, yeah. She was lighting his ass up, coming for his career. Kevin, uh, DL Hooley, I was never a fan. So right, never. Bitch, I used to fast forward your parts on the fucking King of Comedy. He had no business. Watched it. I skipped past that shit. No business there. One joke. King of Comedy, my. King, they forced that. Baroness, they forced that. That person is an arbiter of um, toxic mas- masculinity. <sighs> this is someone who's uh, disgusting. His his engineer of feels about women was revealed last year when he talked about his own life and what his wife had to sit, pay his side bitch after the baby he had with his side bitch got killed. Tragically, by the side bitch's boyfriend. Oh, wow. He should not be saying anything to anybody about anything. Literally. And to, first of all, to call a woman by a genital part, like a genital, it's a pussy he wish he could fuck. No shit. India Moore is absolutely beautiful. A pussy he wish he could fuck and probably could never. Mm-hmm. Okay? He is a dis- human being, period. And a cancer in the black community. And unattractive. His way of thinking is cancerous. Um, and I also find something extremely, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, I find something extremely transphobic about calling a trans woman a pussy. Yes. Centering her genitals, like, and or, or making some reference to genitals. In, in, in the wake of her being transgender, like there was some, that was a fully loaded. When he used that, it was word, something it thought was out. Fully loaded. It was, yeah, it, it was, was something thought out and it was intentional. And yeah. the intentional was to, the intention was to cause harm and be mm-hmm. nasty mm-hmm. and dehumanize her, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and act like, and to me, it was calling her pussy, still trying to say somehow she's a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the fuck yeah. it was. That, yeah, was so fuck him, absolutely, f- fuck him, and fuck you know him and his entire existence. And this is the most you'll be talked about for the rest Ever. of your career, because baby, bam, <laughs> you ain't never been talked about more than this. Never. I was gagging at that video. Uh-huh. D.L. Hoogly Moogly Magilla Gorilla <laughs> Oogly Moogly Oogly Moogly Oogly Bitch, bye. <laughs> Goodbye, bitch. Goodbye. Back to being hmm. in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. Let's get into that Jacquees decided for himself <laughs> that he's the king of R&B. <laughs> It's a lot of false kings out here tonight, Chad. Okay, okay with a Burger King crowns. <laughs> made of paper and cardboard. Bitch, is this crown printed off the computer? Yes. 
Jay, yeah, you, yeah. Let me just start with the facts. So, um, on the weekend, December eighth, Saturday, he took to Instagram, mm-hmm. made a video, and he said that all that stuff from before. He's talking about I am the king of this generation now. Of Jay, team. start us off. Yeah. Oh my God. Is he the king of R and B of what? Like respiratory infection and bronchitis? The motherfucker came on a goddamn note. <laughs> Bitch, I think he meant ravioli cans and biscuits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, Bye. Sir, you don't have no damn hits that stick like grits. Don't nobody I don't even know anything that you sing besides other people's songs. He got music. Right. How can you be... It, you might as well be a YouTube personality. But you, you do covers. You're a karaoke girl. Oh, a karaoke Ooh. girl. I heard that. That's literally all he does. Girl. That's literally yeah, almost all he does. See, I like um, Jacquees. That's so funny. But I... It, it's, you he's love a young him? artist and I'm What do you old. love about I, him? I like him. What do you love about him? I like his little album. It's cute. But he, What's it's lovable about album? it? Yes. An entire oh. album. Okay. Tell us about it. It is, you know, that, that stuff y'all like to listen to. <laughs> that no, it's what you like to listen to. <laughs> Apparently, girl, you, you said you like this shit. I like shit. Queen. I like for you. For you. To you. To you. For this, this generation, like for what's current now. But is he a king, the king of R&B? Absolutely not. And it's funny that, like, the song that got him the major buzz, not even before that, um, what's the, you know, the girl that sings um, Trippin' and Boo? Before he even favorite, did that remix, my favorite hard, you know, yeah. his song "Bad BD, first of all, was a snippet of a song done by an actual king of R&B. Well, not a king of R&B, but a very good R&B singer by the name of Avon. I don't know if you young folks are familiar with him, yes, but B.E.D. definitely directly samples mm-hmm. Avant's song after me, Jaman. And Avant is yes. the, the king. He's wonderful. So, um, I don't know where he's getting that from. Maybe he's frustrated over there on cash money. I don't. Um, listen, I mean, you got to <laughs> believe in yourself, and I'm all here for that. But, but stop, um, King stop R&B. But my thing is, you're not even the king. Of, you know how drag race girls be like, I'm the fishiest of the season? Bitch, you mm-hmm. uh, you're not even you're the fishiest of your girl, season. You're not even the fishiest of your season. Let you're alone the entire... <laughs> That's how I feel about um, what's his name, Jimma Jimma, Jabba Jaws, whatever we calling him. (laughs) Um, Jabba Jaw, JJ. Oh, JJ's fish. Jabba Jaws. Well, JJ's fish. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Alicia Key, JJ's fish and keys. Um, He he ain't even the king of his generation. He's not the king of anything. He's not even Absolutely. Jeremiah. Yeah. Jeremiah is more beat than Jacquees. You're not even the king of your car you finance it. Girl, yeah. bye. So you're not, even, you're not even the king of the street you stay on. Listen, <laughs> his ass, I don't even know who were, who I would say is the current king of R&B. I will say that, unfortunately, the person who I view Chris probably Brown. is, is the, the king of R&B before this, quote-unquote, of like this era, maybe the era before this one. Oh, I hate to say who I think it is. But oh, R. Kelly. Yes, it's definitely <laughs> R. Kelly. I hate to say it. it I hate, to, get hate that man to say it's R. Anyway. Kelly, then Usher, but, then Chris Brown. That's the order. I agree. Yeah, I, but, and I think, can I, yeah, I would say maybe Chris Brown, but then even then, I don't feel like, I don't feel like R&B 
is what it used to be. I it's feel like not. this shit now is a lot of pop shit with like a hip hop beat. It's not yeah. really R and B. It's like oh hard God. pop. Well, that's modern. R and B is a dying. Is a dying. R and B. It's not necessarily dying, but the R and B that we're used to. Get a divorce. It's like I want them to get a like R and B and hip hop married somewhere along the line, mm-hmm. and I want them to get a divorce. <laughs> you can thank you can thank Mary J. Blige for that. Oh, oh yeah, okay. but uh, yeah. but Chris yeah, Brown is Chris Brown's the king of R&B, Chris Brown's yeah. the king of R and B, and mind you, Chris Brown is, hasn't been even saying shit during this, and I love it. No, he did say one thing. I mean, he did say something. He but said, that "I'm wasn't... loving, I'm appreciating all the love," or something like that. Yeah, but he was giving. But child. he didn't speak on it. Yeah, but a lot of people he were lighting his ass up, and they deserve it. And Tank made a post about it. Tank mm-hmm. said that in his. Eyes, the five kings of R&B, mm-hmm. ranking from one to five. Number five is Trey Songs. No. Bye. Bye. Okay. He, he just wants some dick. Go ahead. Number four is, he his, is himself. No. Okay. No. Next. And no. Next. Oh, well, let me just let me just finish the list because okay, you bitches are fierce. You bitches are fierce. Okay. Number five is Trey Songs. Number four is himself. Number three is Chris Brown. Number two is R. Kelly. And number one is Usher. Now, my first thought was, I think you think of yourself too highly. Okay. Very. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you were no, on nobody's top five. The only people on that top five as a king of R&B that should be on there is Usher and fucking R. Kelly. Yeah. I don't even put Chris Ground in that damn top five. Maybe the top 10 or 15. At least of this but generation, he's top three. Trey no, Chris, like, well, Chris. Even, you just want some. You just want your ass paid. Okay, exactly. <laughs> he can't even sing to me. Remember how Prince was looking at him? Like, who authorized him doing Purple Rain? He was like, bring cat, bring Patty Labelle. Please, Trey song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he sounded so hoarse. He could not go high enough. I'm gagging. Mm-mm, yeah. No. Um, See, when I think of um, well, I'm older, of course. Um, but when I think of R&B, I think Usher would be in there and R. Kelly, but they would be lower on my list. Who would you put higher? Um, I just, you know, Charlie love the Wilson. Of, I love the, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? My name is I Charlie. Love- hey. Last name Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do Uncle Charlie. <laughs> that's that's okay, Lindsay Bay. Who are you saying? That's Lindsay Bay. Who you when I think of a king of R&B, I think of Stevie Wonder, you know, mm. and that Teddy Pendergrass. I yeah. Think of those, yeah. You know, that's when... Luther Vandross, darling. Luther, huh? Luther, down. You know, back in the days where a man really used to know how what to about serenade a lady. Bobby you know Brown. I mean? Bobby Brown, absolutely. I had a problem with that when his woman declared him that, but I love Bobby Brown so much that it didn't bother me. But king of arms, king... That's a big title. Yeah. Like yeah, I said, you're not even the king of your own season. reserved for people that are <laughs> truly great and consistent throughout their career. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In my oh, okay. estimation. Uh, Jacquees, uh, ja, whatever your name is, child. Keep yeah. doing karaoke on Saturday nights. We'll see okay, you later. Okay, keep on keeping on. Keep on pushing for a hit. <laughs> Rolling um... <laughs> High tank. Sound like a motherfucking clothes on a fucking dishboard or something shit. Bitch, bye. Okay. 
<laughs> I told you he the damn human version of when you leave pop out on the counter with no damn lid on, honey. Bye. Flat. Flat. Bye. Flat. Bye. Flat. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I like Tank. Don't do it. Flatbread. I like Tank. I was, I was talking about uh, Jacquees. I want to talk about oh, Flat. I want to talk about Tank. I don't I even know her. I don't know her. Yeah. All right. But can we just have an official of this generation who is the king? Let's deem it right now. And Chris Brown. Okay, Chris Brown. Jay. This generation. Brown, sure. This generation. Chris Brown, sure. Okay, Lindsay. This generation? Uh, Charlie uh, Wilson. No, Stevie Wonder, Usher, anybody except <laughs> these niggas y'all are naming. Even of this oh, generation? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Wait, I changed my ass to Usher. Usher's still my generation. Yeah, technically. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree with y'all. Well, try by. I don't know. I feel like R. Kelly is above Usher, but I'll pay it. Whatever. Okay, um, well, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. True. Way above. Look, I, I just don't like R. him. I Kelly too many flowers. That's 12. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't praise this man a little too much for my comfortability. Next. But can I just give a shout out to Daniel Caesar and that other dude? <clears throat> it's another one that can really sing well. I'm sorry. He's really nice. Yeah, but mm-hmm. anyway, so let's, our last topic of the day. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> 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 Minaj dating a man that is a registered sex offender and charged with manslaughter and with five kids. <laughs> um, I'll start this off because yeah. I already yeah. started it with that title, huh? The five kids part. Over. <laughs> <laughs> like, why well, have to throw that in? Um, I threw that in because he is so beneath her. Um, if y'all ever watched Drag Race, when Milan got on the floor, he's lower. If y'all, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bye. You know, <laughs> he's he's just beneath her in so many ways. And uh, okay, <laughs> it's Go just really. Play, girl. I, I don't know how to start this shit. Okay, so I gotta say this. This is now. Oh, she already mm-hmm. suing somebody for this, so let me be careful with my wording. This is now your third time being a rape apologist to someone. Mm-hmm. I'll give the facts. Your brother, Jelani Mirage, 6'9", and now this man, who name I don't fucking know, and you shouldn't either. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't even understand how she said she was going to sue somebody, girl. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. Well, the reason she said that she was going to sue, she said she was going to sue Jesse James Palmer because he was lying on live TV about her. Because mm. she basically, well, there is one thing that the social media was putting out that's not true. We were kept saying that she was paying his legal and lawyer fees. I found no credible source to support that claim. But what I did find is that she did post bail for him. And that is well, still... Well, we thought that they said that the mother was paying the legal fees, but they would say that, well, where's the mother getting the money from? Yeah, if in many ways you want to look at that. But what... Nikki Nikki gives her mom allowance. So what she does with her money is her mom's yeah. <laughs> decision. Okay, I'll take that. True. 
So I, I think it's unfair that we can put that on Nikki, but you still bailed him out knowing what he did. And that's why I said this. I understand the... I, I almost excuse him for this, though, because I can understand the thing that you would ride or die for your family, but did you ride or die with in mind thinking that I believe my brother over this bitch? And actually, not this bitch. We're talking about... Let me not call her that. We're Someone talking about an 11-year-old girl. Yeah, she toy out there. He was 11 year olds at the time. Um, so... Did you believe him over this girl? Or did you post bail because you don't care that he did it and that's your brother? So, but I let that go because I don't know her thinking behind it. And if she says she didn't want nothing to do with him. Then the 6 9 thing. And now this um break thing. So she said, um, that was in the past. He was 16. The girl was 15 and they were in a relationship. They was in a relationship. So rape doesn't happen in a relationship. What the fuck does that mean? That, that, that does not change the fact that he still could have raped her. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> And then they said that there was a knife or something. I was about to say it was at knife point. Involved. It was at so, knife point. And let's, let's not even talk about the rape. He killed somebody. He killed someone. <laughs> you murdered somebody. <laughs> um, I'm surprised he only did seven years. Because it was manslaughter. And if you know what manslaughter is, then you'll know why the mm-hmm. time was shorter. Yeah. So at this point, at strike three, when will we reflect on your behavior and say, I think there may be some, there are no coincidences. There are none. You excusing three people under the same fucking thing. A sexual offender. I mean, (laughs) do somebody need to write this out on a fucking poster note and put it on your bedroom window or mirror (laughs) for you to get it? (laughs) Maybe if I put it in the bathroom while you reciting your own lyrics to songs that nobody else is singing to yourself... (laughs) Then you'll get it. Maybe you gotta write it in the foggy mirror, like, "Hey, you just excused three rapists, girl, <laughs> or sex offenders." Put it, put it on the Cardi song challenge. She hear it. I, I but I want to say this because I always no. said I, I will always be here for black women. So I want to, <laughs> I genuinely, genuinely really need Nicki Minaj to one, seek therapy and really get to the root of why you're doing this. Because what I'm seeing is you are desensitized to this shit. Something in your upbringing or how you were raised is why you're having this pattern of behavior. There are no coincidences, and you need to get to the bottom of that shit, especially if you want your career to last any longer than it is, because eventually, we're going to cut your ass off. I'm not liking where your life is heading, especially with you with this nigga that's way lower than what you're worth. I don't give a fuck if you knew him in your childhood. Marcus, you got something to say? I'll go last. I don't think anyone else wants to speak yeah, on I think we don't. the well, freedom fighter. Well, well I, I would like to say, uh, well, something small, like it's just pathetic that another beautiful and successful black woman, um, we are literally watching her make a very poor choice. Yes. The fact that she sat up on her radio show and got into 
Cardi and her relationship spoke speaks volumes now. She needs to people really need to think about the fact that she and Cardi are not that far removed. She <laughs> speaks better, she speaks well. Yeah, she's more yeah. she's smarter. But the same outside of that ghetto aesthetic that Cardi is pushing. Mm-hmm. She's in New York And that's why New York Fashion Week wants her. It's not because she's some, you know, it's not because of why she thinks it is. The same urban aesthetic that the fashion world craves is why she was in demand any old way. Mm-hmm. Um, at her age, with all that she's acquired, that with all that she's amassed, this is the type of man that you are letting into not only your bedroom, your heart, your space. Mm-hmm. This, once again, mm-hmm. why do black women feel like they have to settle for less? I don't, I don't get it. But are she, you obsessed she with the you bad spoke boy? about her solid. I remember this is this. People forget this is the same girl that said, "Wasn't her father on drugs?" And didn't this man try to burn the house down while she and her mom were in it? That like, did, Emily that did just said there are no coincidences. Yeah. She needs to check herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's overdue. Um, as I, And I know um, Jay has nothing to say about her. <laughs> oh, really? That's the first. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, She gets nothing from me. <laughs> <laughs> you love that line. Um, but I do want to hear what a genuine and continued fan has to say. Yes, a continued fan. You know, I do wonder why she's with this man. I don't understand. Um, I don't see one reason why she's with him. Not even the fact that she's known him forever. He has um, shown that uh, the type of behavior that doesn't even need to be in her world and um, I do not approve of her being with him. Let me just go ahead and get that out the way. But what I do want to go into was this, um, I-, I guess it's like a flaming Hot Cheetos moment for me. <laughs> because, no, because the kind of activity that Nicki Minaj has been taking place in lately has happened in our history more than one time before. And we tend to, I think, focus on certain people a little bit more than others. And so I think that's why people bring up other people, because why now all of a sudden do we want to talk about people who do songs with um, rapists and pedophiles and stuff like that when actually other people have done it, other people have um, defended them? I think that we forget that those people that do those horrible things um, are in... of of. I guess they need love too after everything that they do. She believed that he changed. Um, But the brother reference, um, I actually told you, I don't agree. I I wouldn't have forgave the brother after what he did Mm -hmm. to that 12-year-old over and over again, even if it was my brother. So, But I understand people do shit for their family, especially in the black community, and they erase erase it and act like it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So for her to do that, I guess I give her a pass, but me as a person, I wouldn't have forgave him. Mm-hmm. I would have just let him, you know. Um, as far as Six Nine is concerned, mm-hmm. she recorded music with him. 
And as far as this last one, you know, <laughs> I, I don't agree with her being with him. I think she's definitely going through something. Um, something may have happened to her when she was younger. But I think that the the consistency of the, you know, just these three, these, these three things, two of them have happened many times. You know, I remember when Janet went to the Video Music Awards and she had on the shirt that said pervert. It said pervert number two in support of her brother when he was on trial for being a pedophile. Now, why would Janet Jackson do that? I mean, you can argue that all day, but at the end of the day, she did it because that's her brother. And I think people get support even when they do horrible things. I think that is the kind of person that Nikki probably is. I'm not that kind of person, Mm -hmm. but I think there are people like that. And I think that um, if people write her off for this, they, they Mm -hmm. have, they have right to, but I think that people do what she's doing every day, every day. Well, so I will. Uh, I will support Nikki as an artist. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. That doesn't mean I have to agree with everything she does. I want her to leave this nigga. Okay. He ain't shit. She said that she only. She he she said that you got to be king status to get men my body. So why this one? He's nothing. He does nothing for you. He needs to go. And I was meant to be a scammer and a blood. Oh. No, him and, just, ja- him and Jacquees playing hopscotch together. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm really disappointed. I'm really angry. However, um, I think that I'm not going to just be selective in this moment because it's a lot of girls I could read if if I wasn't. Do they have a, a, um, a three-strike pattern as well? Well, I think anytime you see somebody pissing on a young girl on camera and you still do a song with them, mm-hmm. you're just as much to blame as somebody else who did three acts. Because there's footage. I do agree with that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's no... But nobody questioned Britney Spears. No nobody questioned say. Gaga. Nobody questioned Beyonce. They all did shit with R. Kelly knowingly. They did it. Um, and I don't judge them for it, but I think that we're being selective when it comes to Nicki Minaj. We're all we always are, and the fact that she has one in her family makes it worse. And now she's dating this loser. So I understand what you're talking about. I accept it, but realize people do it all the time. Just like comics make fags f- jokes about fags and white and black people all the time too. It's just it's just one of those fucking things that happen, and um, it's unfortunate. Okay. I'm done with this. You said what you said. Okay. Um, That's that. That was a that was a low one. Was, <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a low one. Yeah. God bless you, Nikki. Yeah. And just you know, type in therapy near me. Yes, <laughs> therapy. Okay. Therapy yeah. near me, and just right. make sure your location is on. I want her to get right. it. I want her to get it. It'll, it'll, find, it'll find you. She yeah. needs it desperately. Yeah. <laughs> Shut so, up, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be clear. We all can use therapy. Yeah. All of us. Absolutely. Some more than others. Black people. Come yes. on. Come on. We don't I need therapy. All of us. You don't I, need I, therapy. You just need a good ass no, 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 whooping. No, no, no. You need I, a good ass whooping. That's all. <laughs> but I saw a post about it that, like, no, everybody can benefit from therapy in some way. So, anyway, take care of yourself. 
read the notes on the mirror. Yes, Let's read the yes. <laughs> Let's get to the need some hair segment. Yeah. Getting some hair. And we're back with the need some hair segment. Mm. <sighs> wow. Well, uh, mm. it was a juggle this week. It was a few people that I want to slob all over and give them this good mouth. It was a juggler? Yeah. But I'm like, hmm, I'm going to choose that one to <laughs> give a blessing to. Um, <laughs> chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. I'm like, I really <laughs> need to show this bitch how to really get away with murder. Okay. <laughs> oh. The way this tongue set up, bitch... Ooh. I will eat your ass out until you go from your season one blunt cut all the way to your slavery here, bitch, from the um, motherfucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Yeah. That's slavery here, bitch. bitch. Not the slavery here. Slavery here, so... Baby, you gonna lose your edges. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. You is wet, you is moist, and you is succulent. <laughs> You is kind. You is wet. You is deep. All right. The person deserving of head this week is none other than Viola Davis. Viola. Darling. Viola Davis. Bitch, come get your pussy eight. And I mean, (laughs) for every Mm. margin of how powerful your speech was, that's how hard I'm just going to jam my tongue into your pussy. Because it was like, oh my God, powerful. (laughs) Powerful, powerful. Push my head in. Because, okay, so the most important line (laughs) from that speech was... I cannot lead with bullshit. Mm. And Viola, the head won't be bullshit. What a no, coincidence. <laughs> that speech was epic. It was it so really was. epic. It Let was. me say this, though. That uh, Viola stepped up to the stage ready. Yeah. She walked yeah, up to the stage commanding, powerful. We like, she, she barely smiled. I mean, yes, she was grateful for being on that stage, but she like, it became very much, no, I got some shit to say. Yeah, I got, I got some to shit to tonight. get off my breasts. Mm-hmm. She was calling out producers about diversity and like just the roles that they're giving out and how one we got to create opportunities for ourselves, otherwise we won't see it. And uh, we got to tell our own stories. And it was just she a very powerful. Stop shaming us. Stop yes. shaming us. Stop dehumanizing us. Stop taking. Stop taking our experiences from us. She said, we Stop want limiting the us same to what you believe you we can want, do. Which yep. is what I, yes. And just amazing. Black the people. thing that stuck out to me the most was when she said to stop telling black kids that they need to be twice as better as everybody else to get what they want. How can you be twice as good? Let them be who they are because they're good enough. And that shit hit me. Because we've all been told that growing up, that in order to accomplish anything in this life, that we must be twice as good as white people. And that should not be the case. Mind you, she's twice as good as all of them as actors. (laughs) I would be transparent Mm -hmm. because I'm dealing with the situation right now. There, <laughs> I hope they don't listen to this show. <laughs> oh, Lord, but I, I am working. Well, <laughs> listen. I'll just say, 
Yes. I am more qualified than someone I work with who's aiming for a position that I am more fitting for than she is. And she is of alabaster complexion. And she is a female. And we have a degree in the same major. And I just have better soft skills, better skill level all across the board in terms of finance and other things. And she was complaining about, I don't understand why I don't get the position. And I'm just listening to her complain like, baby, I don't understand why you even thinking you're an option. Uh-huh. You shouldn't be. Right. But it's just stuff like that. I just want black people that are listening to this show and people of color, but I have to speak to my own kind and I let y'all speak for, to y'all people. But I want to speak to my peers. We are fully capable to do anything. We can be doctors on screen and art, in and out of art. We can be doctors, lawyers, accountants, NASCAR <laughs> drag drivers or whatever, baseball players, basketball players, and not just in app athletic sports we can be in science we can do it all and i need i need i need the fucking music i mean music movie television industry all y'all y'all need to paint that picture for all of us to see it's your responsibility Mm -hmm. and viola gets it she does and that's all I got to say about mm-hmm. it. She gets it. And that's something she would say. She would stop and she would smile and say, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then everybody would clap. <laughs> and then she would walk away with them stern shoulders and hard walk. And the, ooh, bitch, bye. And she doesn't then, walk like that in real life. No, I don't think she does. And then the video She's I saw. She's softer in real life. She's the, sexy. Yeah, she is. The video, she gets it and she gets it. <laughs> The video uh-huh. that I saw, they play Formation at the end. Okay. <laughs> That's the perfect video for it, too. Formation. Okay. Bitch. I was giving child, why this song? Uh-huh. I, I love Viola. <laughs> yes. I love her. And this this is not the first time she did something like this. And that's something like, yes. she's not letting up her foot. Like, no. as long as I am to have mm-hmm. a platform to speak, I will. Y'all gonna hear Absolutely. my mouth. Y'all gonna hear my mouth. Y'all gonna hear it. <laughs> Yeah, I go hear my mouth. Let's All right, thank you. Stage, and let's move on. Topic of the day. Is the T-O-D the topic of the day? So, <laughs> the topic of the day, as you all know, is... Why I don't fuck with my family on the holidays. Damn. It's fucked up. Some people... Ho, 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 and no, 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 Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you got to do the slow no, no, no from the original Destiny Child song. And you say no, 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 no. Don't you start, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. You see what he wasn't going to sing. I know. I remember hard. that video. They didn't have on Tina Knows exclusive in that one. They no, were, they, they didn't. Were, they didn't. They, <laughs> but they had on Honey. them motherfucking twenty dollar beauty supply wigs. That's the oh, move on, move on, <laughs> move, move on. Here and we those, go, move and, on. And those, okay, okay. And Baker's pumps. Uh, this you light them motherfuckers. They don't even catch on fire. The the connector, what, you know. The, 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 anyway, move along. <laughs> the block, the connect the line. Anyway, um. <laughs> Y'all trying I'm to write that. I'm sorry. That's the child. I'm sorry. We love y'all. Okay. 
Nineties girl group icon. Yes, they Watch are. They're, they're, they're Texas you know, iconic. They may be. Off the window. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. But you can bend that shit with your eyes just looking at the video. You like that's plastic. Okay. Bend it. Okay. Y'all are disrespectful. <laughs> okay. Okay. Disrespectful. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Good chunk. But I think some people can and cannot relate to this. I mean. <laughs> it's always that feeling when you think about the holidays and you be like, bitch, I ain't going over my family out. Right. I don't feel like dealing with that shit. I'd rather go out to the club. Right. So, <laughs> for those that may or may not be able to relate, let's start it off with Lindsay Wagner. Why you don't fuck with your family on the holidays or do you... Or can you relate? Can you relate? <laughs> Actually, no, I can't. <laughs> I always fuck with my family during the holidays. <laughs> Um, when my parents were alive, it was a, it was wonderful getting, getting together with them, especially when my grandma was alive. I don't know. People always tell me, oh, Lindsay, you have one of those live childs, you know, Christmas, very Christmassy, mother, father, grandma, cousin. It was, it was wonderful, but. A in tree with lights times, and ugly sweaters. Yes. It, oh, it, come on, Huxtable. Okay. <laughs> Get all Huxtable. Um, but since my parents have, you know, both my parents are deceased, I've had to redefine what family actually means, especially around the holiday, around the holidays. My brother and I are the only two left. You know, my family is small. Now I, you know, visit my cousins, but that experience is new and they kind of, they're a little hood, which I love, Mm -hmm. you know, but, um... I can and can't relate because I love being with my family. And also, on you're the probably just searching for a new way to, def- well, not want to define that, but create a, a new create um, a new chapter for me and my yeah. brother. You know, because um, I don't know my my parents were literally the center of our world. We were very close. I was close to my mom and my dad, and um, now that it's just me and my brother, it's interesting because. You know, my brother and I are closer, and we're still trying to find ways, like, to honor our tradition and at the same time make ourselves available to, you know, the extended members of our family. Because we would mess with our cousins, but that was usually when my my grandmother was alive. And since my grandmother had passed away, you know... People dispersed and had their own little celebrations mm-hmm. separately. You know how it goes. No. But now I'm back in the fold with my cousins, and it's it's good. good. I like it. Well, that's good. You fuck with them. Lyrical yes, Mar, um, can you relate to that? I mean, do you ever have a feeling when you just don't want to fuck with your family? Not in my older years. I think when I couldn't speak up for myself and I was younger, those were the days that I didn't like because of certain members in my family that are, you know, a little bit judgmental Mm -hmm. um, about, you know, the gays. And, uh, you know, they could probably see it or did see it um, when I was younger. So that was something I knew. Um, Questions, comments, unnecessary um, acts to, you know, be embarrassing. I remember one time I was at my grandmother's house and uh, an aunt of mine, we were watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race because <laughs> that's okay. <so good. laughs> one of my, um, my uncle put it on. Um, 
you know, but he's family too in more ways than one. And, uh, wow. of course he, he, you know, he had it on and, uh, it just, you know, I didn't like those times when I was young and I was being asked questions on purpose or I would like see... Like what? Ooh. Like, uh... <laughs> well, let me say this. They weren't asked to me. They were asked they, around you. They were asked around me mm-hmm. to, you know, my mother um, about, you know, why I was um, basically femme doing, you know, having antics. Why your hand like that? <laughs> Why his hand like that? Why he dressed like that? Well, here's here's the thing. Kids know that, you ignorant bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Kids know when you're doing that to them. They know yeah. when you're talking shit about them. Even a dog knows when you're talking shit about it. Yeah. It's no motherfucking yeah. shade. So, my I don't fuck with my family moments came from the aunts that are in my family, um, more so ever than the uncles did. If mm-hmm. the uncles had something to say, maybe it was behind my back or something, but definitely a situation where I could address it better. But the aunts in my family definitely have fucked me up in my younger years. Mm-hmm. And um, for that reason, that's why I didn't fuck with my family on holidays. Now I don't give a fuck. I just look at them like, girl, you a tired cunt, honey. I don't want nothing to do with you. And I just keep moving. Like, it's, there's nothing you can say. Um, other than that, you know, well, this is, I mean, I don't not fuck with them because of this, but God, I hate when my family is not up on pop culture. And they be having a whole conversation. I'd be like, girl, Shut you don't, fuck up. You'll be like, girl, you don't, girl. You don't know shit. You don't know shit. I gotta sit and listen to this shit. Y'all, y'all this five given, years. Child, let me go get pack my greens and motherfucking peas. Yeah, five years years behind, darling. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard being a young gay on holidays. Yes, it is. Jay. How do you deal? Like, yeah, how, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with these aunts? That's what have uh, you? I want to hear Jay say something about that himself. Can you relate? And what do you say about that? As into what, like dealing with the negativity coming from your family about your sexuality? Yes, mm-hmm. on the yes. holidays. Oh, well, just your experience in general. Listen, listen. What? You can't handle my motherfucking mouth. You want to play them games, you got the right one. Everybody ain't on both sides of my family know that, Mitch, you may want to go in about this little gay stuff, but I got some shit that I can go in about your ass on too. You don't want to have this war with me. So I really never have to deal with it. Like, I remember, like, little comments said, but like I said, I would just make little comments back. Like, (laughs) um, for the most part, though, my family was pretty supportive of me being gay. Um, Hell, they was even mad that I didn't tell them early enough when I did come out. Like, my uncles and aunts was like, well, why the hell you ain't been told us? Um, So I never had to deal with that. My issues on the holidays was, was my motherfucking family acting a goddamn fool. And that's why you don't fuck with A drunk, angry fool (laughs) is what I was dealing with. Fighting and acting a goddamn fool during the holidays. Okay, I will never forget one year on my mom's side of the family, we went down to Georgia to visit my great-grandmother and my grandmother. And one of my mother's first cousins decided he was going to get drunk and get real turned up and decided he was going to tell all his first cousins what he felt about them. Told my mama that he remembered when she pushed his head into the sand when they was younger. Like, you are 40-something years old, damn near 50. Why are you still harboring on when my mama pushed her head into the sand when y'all was like 10? I can relate. But told her that she was bougie 
and you know my mama gave okay and I am what else <laughs> had told everybody else how he felt about them but all this was stemming from the fact that he was mad at my other cousin because he had the woman that he liked so instead of just Ooh. confronting him about the situation with him and this girl he instead decides to piss off everybody of course words are exchanged this motherfucker is trying to argue and fight with everybody but who he really mad at <laughs> then they go into the house so my great grandmother ends up trying to get in between everybody. This fool ends up pushing her by accident. And baby, why he do that? Not everybody lost their fucking mind. All I heard was, did you put your motherfucking hands on my grandmother? And the next thing I knew, everybody was running outside. This man on the car fighting one of my other cousins. He didn't get hit. Child, he woke up the next goddamn day and gonna get on Facebook and say his family jumped him. I said, bitch, did nobody jump to you? <laughs> you got individually ass whooped throughout the damn evening. Okay, throughout the evening, child. Child, this like I a, mean, just this like a scene from Soul Food or some shit. Like, okay. <laughs> you know what? You know what sticks out in that story to me what? when Jaren said he 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 forty going on fifty. Let me tell you something. Those baby boomers. They hold on to a lot of pain. They, yeah, they hold on to pain, yes. darling. From from their childhood, it, they've never let it go. I those, swear, those fifties and sixties, baby, they are angry. And you know why? Because children back then, and well, this is my theory about it. They didn't have a voice. No, they didn't. They had the um, responsibility to be a child, and their parents mm-hmm. said, "I am the parent. Do as I say." And that's it. Children are to be seen and not heard. Well, this, we in a different time. Business. Even when they bad as shit, opinion, though, they still talk. None but of that. that's to Mind me that contributed business. to why they were so fucking rebellious. And absolutely, it actually connects to my story because it's like that is why we have these family problems because we have these adults still dealing with childhood issues. That mm-hmm. are well in their forties, fifties, and sixties. Right, y'all yep. still beefing this on site when you see so and so, and you, mm-hmm. you know, it's like child. I don't yeah, got time and for this. Children are not taught to think critically. They're not taught to think critically. Everything that goes on, in, like whatever the adults say in the household, is what goes. Yeah. Yeah, hell, even on that same side of the family, my grandmother and all her and both of her sisters do not get along in they damn sixties. <laughs> Don't get along. Their mother has cancer and the three of them still cannot get to the point where they can get along through a full function. Mm. That is oh, sad. That actually, that is ridiculous. It's really sad. That is absolutely, and it's probably something from like when they was nineteen years old too. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's really happened from them just growing up. Period. My grandmother was the responsible one. Her older sister couldn't take, you know, take that. My grandmother was the smart one, and she skipped the grade. So the two of them were in the same grade. So she ain't like that. Just like goofy stuff that happened through their childhood that they just never reconciled. Resolved. The yeah, three of them were all closest to their brother so when they brother died it was like there was nobody to kind of referee oh my god can we talk about that though like I'm gonna get into my my story but that's part of why you don't fuck with your family sometimes when the backbone of the family passes away I swear shit change. The dynamic change the dynamic change my grandmother changed when my great grandmother passed away Okay, no, when she, let me speak first. When she was here with us um, on this universe, um, 
it's like all of my cousins and my aunties and my uncles and these people that I sometimes I was I felt like I was always discovering somebody on the holiday sometimes. Okay. Like, oh bitch, who was that? Oh, he just got out of jail. He been in there for like fifteen years. <laughs> you know, like that <laughs> that was the holiday for me. <laughs> and especially like um like Thanksgiving was that day and also like the fourth of July and Labor Day. Like those three in particular was like the day. Right. And um yeah, shit just started changing when she passed away. Like, I, I have not seen so many cousins. And recently I went home to Chicago and I saw some cousins I haven't seen in maybe eight to ten years. Mm. Like, that's sad. Like, what the fuck? Mm. And, and I thought about why is it eight to ten years? My great-grandmother just passed away ten years. She would well, not just, but ten years ago was when she passed away. There are no coincidences. There's not. I'm going to be honest real quick. When my grandmother passed on my daddy's side of the family, I did not want to come around. I I harbored a lot of ill feelings towards a few of my family members for her passing and coming around here for holidays. I was just not into it. I literally, like maybe a couple of years ago or like a year ago, finally got back to the point where I could be around everybody for the holidays again. Is it because you feel like you missed that familial... Um, feeling that warmth of being embraced well, it's, it's not even it was that and it was just the fact that like you know I remember the way how y'all treated her and some of the things that were done and some of the things that were said to her mm-hmm. and it was just like anger so for a little bit I had to kind of distance myself from them yeah mm-hmm. I get it yeah. I, I get it completely it's um actually one thing I always honored I had an ex and um like him and his family all were close. Like <laughs> I couldn't fathom it. Like they hung out on the regular, all of them. Mm. I don't like when a cousin graduate, they don't even get a fucking congratulations to me. Ooh. Like <laughs> and that's like Damn. So imagine when the holiday come up, like I'm definitely don't fuck with you. I don't even t- right. congratulate you on your High school graduation. Right. What's What's up? Uh, Very much that. Good to see you. Mm -hmm. But I mean, okay, let me just go back to like reasons like I don't fuck with my family on the holidays. It's like uh, to trigger the piggyback off of Lyrical Mar. It's again that that gay black thing, you know? Yes. People always having something to say. Mm-hmm. The hot Cheetos mentality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Miss motherfucking thing. It is. If you don't let them stale ass Cheetos go, these black people. That's what they got. But it's always yeah. This resistance, like child, I don't feel like dealing with that because, especially when you were like in your teens and you became more aware of who you are or discovering your identity, you're like, this is how I am. This is what I'm trying out, and like going over there, you don't want to hear their mouth. 14, 15, yes. 14, 15, 16, mm-hmm. 17, yeah. 20s, bitch, fuck you're you. like, fuck bitch, you. this bitch. is me. I will come in this bitch with a fucking umbrella with hearts and rainbows. Okay. You can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, okay. it, it, because you, it, it's almost like this feeling of wanting to, to always prove something to them mm-hmm. to Are show always, do you find that you're always on the defense i am oh yeah well i mean even to this day like 
Well, no, it's for different reasons. So I spoke about that gay thing, but another personal reason why I don't fuck with my family is because I grew up, because I wasn't aware of who I was, I also wasn't as as outspoken. I wasn't as comfortable. And so I was always kind of in the shadows, not speaking. And now, as you hear the way I talk on the show, I can't go backwards. I can't mm-hmm. reverse the car. Right. You know, I'm only moving forward at this point. I, I, I can't subdue who I am. So now I'm that person that's like, bitch, I'm either the center of conversation or I'm going somewhere to also start a conversation. <laughs> or like, people got a better sense of my personality now in the family. And I'm also very vocal about shit I don't fuck with. Like, y'all might not... Be- <laughs> understand this, but I have to check my grandma a few times. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Nobody check Nana. Nobody check Nana. But Emery check Nana because <laughs> I have some issues with my father's side of the family. They are very highly dysfunctional. And so when I go around there, I just be, feel like I'm putting on my Aubrey fatigue full bodysuit and my helmet. <laughs> okay. And bitch, right. I got like my Glock and my, you know, by my dick somewhere. And so I go up in there and I'm like, what's good? <laughs> and then <laughs> we'll be talking about something. And I, like I said, I can't change my mouth. I remember she asked me, and you know, my, my grandmother's Puerto Rican, so I call her Mima. Oh, Mima. I know. Uh, Mima and my grandfather's Paul. Now, that's black as fuck. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be at the table, and she'll be like, what is a challenge that you ever have to deal with that you um, think you finally overcame or an addiction that you dealt with? And I was just straight up, I'm like, I think I had a sex addiction. You know, I and I talk very transparent about it. And you know what? But but it was on one point, no, okay, 90% of that was me being very fucking real. But mm-hmm. 10% of that was me proving that I'm not hiding who I am. I'm not right. You know, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm not putting on nothing. I'm not me. putting on the front. Like this is who mm-hmm. I am. And then they asked me about love and relationships. My ex fiance, who was a man, like that's how I am now. I'm oh. not. <laughs> Damn, you you gave it like that, man. Well, okay. maybe not in that exact word, <laughs> verbatim, but I use the correct to. pronouns. He. Like, bitch, I'm not about to say my life partner, they, and they. No, bitch, it's very specific. Right. (laughs) So that's why sometimes I feel like I don't want to fuck with my family because I don't. I I, I sense the discomfort when they're swallowing their spit or a drop of sweat come from their motherfucking hair. Yeah. Your fresh perms. (laughs) I sense it because I pick up on everything. Miss Thing, do you be up there in heels? Baby, I want to sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I literally just want to come in the heels and be like, look at me. <laughs> Why they got me? Y'all so got cute, shit like to say. But you like know what it was? Ankle boot. <laughs> but they used to, they used to, I never, uh, things used to come back to me all the time. Right. That my family talked about me. Ain't that the worst? Yeah. What, which one? When it comes back to you. No, yeah, no, because my mom, she she's a cancer. She can't hold water, right. and you know, she, she would always, she would always come back to me, and I'd be like, "Bitch, y'all that concerned about me? I never knew, cause y'all never checked up on graduations and other things that I was succeeding on. But when it comes to being gay and me failing and me possibly, you know, going through whatever, now y'all so concerned. You know what? 
that thing about you, your mother telling you is what my mother used to do to me. She mm-hmm. would tell me what my family was saying. So-and-so said. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad she did. Yeah, I'm glad she did, too. Look out for that person but, because... Yeah. It makes you go around and be like, bitch. Right. Yeah, I know what the fuck you said. Right. I would choke you up <laughs> in this motherfucker. Or or pay you in, or pay you or indefinitely. Pay you does. They be like, hi, and you be like, walk past them and just eat the sweet potato pie. Right. Hi. Mm-hmm. Girl, fuck you, bitch. Hey. But, oh, you're you? random sidebar. Hey. If she's talking about sweet potato pie, that's another reason I don't fuck with certain parts of my family. Like, my grandmother cooked down. Mine, too. Mine, too. I'm sorry. Some people inherited their father's genes and not my grandmother's genes. And wow. clearly, their father or grandfather made shit in the microwave. Oh, just, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Oof. Uh, and and that's okay. That's okay. But on holidays, it's about the food. Right. And you will come over. No glory greens. I will come over no one of my. No glory greens. And don't be experimenting with recipes on the fucking holiday. Don't Keep be... that shit the same way that it was for the last upteen years. And bitch, okay. I got an auntie that cook every year and got hella leftovers in her fridge every time. Bitch, you don't get the signal. You can't read between the lines. And nobody ain't told her. Ain't nobody ain't told you that your shit nasty. Nope. Well, at least she try to cook. I got an auntie that come in there and don't cook and be the first one trying to make a damn to-go plate before everybody else ate. Nah, bitch, she just needs to set the table. Just set the table. You know, you got that bitch that don't cook, that he or she, they be trying to like, oh, I made some. I was experimenting with some banana pudding. Like, girl, slap that no, in the trash. No, you don't experiment with that. No, thank you. <laughs> you don't wait till the day of the holiday to experiment with some banana pudding? Well, you, know, yeah, you can't cook, bring cakes <laughs> from where the store, bring the bottle. No, you bring plasticware. Okay. You bring flatware and cups and liquor. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the good shit. Mm-mm. The napkins that we run out. The weed. Mm-mm. Yeah, something. Something. Some. I have a great auntie. Like, <laughs> I just knew we was just cut from a different cloth. I grew up on a type of food for my grandmother. I, I, the reason I go over her house when she cook on holidays is because I go over there. I went over this this time. This bitch made chitlins. Oh. I have not chitlings. <laughs> that's how. You, that's how you know you don't eat them, honey. No, you call okay, them chitlings. Yeah. You call them chitlings. I call them chitlings for the fucking fact that, that that's what it is. Like, chitlings. have you ever had a chitling though? I'm not interested. Have you had one? No. Oh, and I don't need it. Put hot sauce on it. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the only ass I would be eating is the one on a man. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got time for that shit. Mm. I'm better than that. To me, that's slave food. Oh, that and motherfucking oh. um ham, ham hogs and pig feet. Like, bitch, that's slops that you feed people that don't yeah, got I'm no better. That yeah, that shit is be better than that. I love ham hocks, but I'm gonna not eat a pig's foot. Fuck that. Oh, no, fuck that I shit. Fuck foot. a pig's foot. Eating yeah, pig intestines and shit. Growth. Oh. Growth. We can afford chicken breasts. Chitterlings, Lindsay. Chitterlings. No, I don't. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I like a chitterling sometimes. Uh, no, thank you. 
<laughs> no, thank you. And also, uh, my great great my great auntie, she be having like burnt spots on her sweet potato pie. I'm like, see, mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's a, yeah, no, thank you. That's an aesthetic it's distraction. Even all the way through, stop playing with me. That's an aesthetic distraction. When I see burnt spots on sweet potato pies, I be giving it's not real. No. Might as well put that next to the pumpkin pie that I'm not gonna eat. The only part that should be burnt is the crust. Okay. And I, I'll take a burnt crust. I will. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, think, uh, that's and uh, my my grandmother is losing her vision. So for this holiday, she made like um a like a gumbo, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, but that was it, gumbo and maybe like some no greens, no mac. That's fine. Aww. It was kind of sad. Did anybody else make anything? My great auntie with the burnt sweet potato pies. Oh, <laughs> shit. <Okay. laughs> and, <laughs> and then y'all might not, y'all might not have saw this, but whoever follows me on social media, um, at ain't I Emery, um, I put a video of them like talking and yelling, and I realized like I forgot. I told you it's been like eight to ten years. Right. <laughs> you so, did, and I said I wish I was there. <laughs> they so fucking ghetto, and I I felt myself shriveling. And don't get me wrong, I live for a ghetto set, but I felt myself shriveling away in the corner. Like, God you damn, they were talking about fighting me. bitches at we work. Seen the bitch. <laughs> we went up on the corner and we seen the bitch, and the bitch was saying, "I was like, oh my god, I wish I." Was. <laughs> hey, I'm like I'm like Lil Kamar. I live for my ghetto family's antics. No, I love that. Mm-mm, tell me, tell me. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Tell okay, I be entertained. Me. You know, I live for the mess, honey. I be sitting over there eating that shit up. Okay. Tell me the me stories. Tell me, please. I be gagging. I be y'all like, did what? Y'all jumped who? Y'all jumped who? My cousin was like, yeah, this bitch had got cute with me, and bitch, I made sure she was ugly. I stumped the fuck out that bitch. She had grabbed my wig, and she she thought it was my hair, and that wig came way off, and then I grabbed her hair and just yanked that bitch to the... I was like, I'm just listening to this like, oh my God. (laughs) I did, you know, after she said all that shit, I was like, do you still got the job? Nope. Why you gagging, girl? Why you gagging? Oh, because I was gagging. She's like, no, nah, I'm broke the no more. But I did get another. <laughs> paid it. Paid it. She paid it. Oh, but I did I'm get living. another job for, for my personality. I'm like, girl, these guys. <laughs> living. That shit was so funny. I wrote him immediately. I was like, oh my God, I wish I had me a plate of potato salad. And something brown in my cup. <laughs> Listen to that shit, bitch. Y'all don't Ooh. act like, okay, am I the only one who got family members that look like they punch, punch stone walls for, for their for they leisure? <laughs> ah, God damn it. You so disrespectful. Oh my no, God. bitch. Like, I have a cousin, a, a few cousins that got out of jail, and it's like, they look like they do push-ups on their fucking knuckles and they sleep. You know what? And and what do you mean by that? <laughs> like these bitches are tough, ready to fight, and always thinking about fighting. That's what I mean by that. Oh my God. All I'm thinking about is strength and fighting bitches. Like when I wake up, my muscles are ready, and I'm about to punch a bitch in the face. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's a hard knock life for us. It's a. Bye. Is it one of those moments? 
But yeah, that's why I'm like, I gotta take a break from that shit on the holidays. But let's end it on a good note. Yeah. Yeah. It's the holidays. If you have someone you love, your family, your chosen family, it doesn't matter. Keep them close. You deserve to be around someone special. There's people that love you. People that love you. (laughs) And so, yeah. People that... Right, people that love you, people that support you. People that will support you, that are consistent in showing them love for you, that hold you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That wasn't so bad. Yeah. No, we really, not at all. We, we fuck with our family now. That's safe to say. Um, I, yeah. To a degree. Yeah. I, fuck, I fuck with them when I want to. Okay. And I think that oh. should be the message that... Well, some people think that JD well, you're th- not obligated to deal with your family if they you. are negative and, toxic. and a hindrance to your joy. You are not obligated to see them motherfucker. You're not. Right. You're not obligated. There's no... And don't feel forced and compelled to have to hang If they're fucking with you, they're not comfortable with who you are as a person, that you have to, um, you know... S- separate yourself. Within these relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's within your right to cut them off if need be. Yeah. Mm. And it's better for you to do so than force yourself to keep being around toxic relationships Absolutely. and bad people. Cardi B, take that note too. That's Don't. hard. That's hard to swallow. Very sure hard is. to swallow. Sure. Bigger than this big ass mic in my face giving me a oh, tease. Yeah. Yes, oh. yeah. you know what I'm saying? Okay, hard to swallow. The BDE edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, does anyone have anything yeah. else they would like to add? Yeah. Lyrica? Sudden Lay? <laughs> El? No, I think I'm done. Yeah. No, I'm El good. Swallow. This is great. I really enjoyed y'all for this holiday yes. special. And I really wanted to... Family. Family. Hard to swallow family. I really appreciate y'all. Y'all come through for us in so many ways. Y'all listen consistently. Yes. I'm so happy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to yes. say that. Thank you. Um, thank please, you. please, please, please rate us on iTunes. I encourage please. you. Because we actually have something special for these people that's rating us and commenting we have something special for y'all so our finale is coming soon keep doing it i got something i also want to say follow us on our instagram page h um hard to swallow podcast at hard to swallow podcast and our twitter page hts underscore podcast yes yeah yeah twitter and also don't forget follow mansion on yeah. Instagram. Mansion. Mansion official on mm-hmm. Instagram. Yes. And Mansion. Get into the luxury, honey. <laughs> luxury. Lux. Lux. Yes. Cheering. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, guys. Something mm-hmm. you never touched. Ooh. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I like All right, that. so. Kind of like me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. never touched me. Pure. Pure. Yes, pure. Um, so make sure that after your eggnog, you get some nut, too. All oh, right, wow. Uh, yes. I really hope you guys yes. enjoy. That was a good one, bitch. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Enjoy your holidays, guys. Keep listening. Happy and holidays. And we're Happy holidays. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers.
chestnuts roasted on a roasted fire. Goodbye. Oh no! More importantly, bus nuts on a chest near by a roasted. Good night. This is not what he was born for. Goodbye. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. We out. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, too much motherfucking. Ooh, no, it's not. Mm-hmm.